This is 7.30 Tea with Ree. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm literally stranded in a flooding canal. He's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Um, I invited my friends. When he pulls up to pick me up, he's in a weird-looking van. Ree is spilling all the tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 7.30 Tea with Ree. If you are new here, I'm so happy that you're here. And I want to know how you're doing today, because I sure know how I'm doing today. (laughs) I am tired. I'm tired. You ever have like family come into town and your parents get all extra crazy or just just your entire family gets a little extra crazy because we all know that we have to prepare every single thing in the house to make sure that it's clean or that, um, you know, they don't wander all over or whatever. Like, even though someone's not going to go into your room, you still clean it anyways, just because you don't want your mom to yell at you in case they just so happen to, to stutter a posture, can't even English, (laughs) to stumble, that's a better word, stumble past your room. Yes. You don't want anybody doing that. So you may as well just clean it just in case they do that. So yeah. I have been tired because we had family come and all that. They're still here. They're going to be here until like October. Like they're going to be here for a month because right now um, it's like the end of August. So they're going to be here for a long time. And you know when you have family come and like they just ask for a billion things. Like they don't mean to necessarily do it. But like you need to supply them with a bunch of stuff because you're hosting. So... (laughs) Oh, my parents have had me going up and down high and freaking below because I'm just doing everything. They're like, oh, can, can you just run to the fridge and just like add eight more water bottles in it, please? Either that or like, can you just run upstairs and go get the bag that they left in there? Whatever the fuck it is, like they have me doing everything. And it's small things, yes, but like, When you have a whole bunch of small things, like that shit sure adds up. And that's why I'm tired. But anyways, enough about me and and my lovely family coming into town, which by the way, I do love them. I love them very much, but they be tiring me out and they can agree that we all tire each other out. So it goes hand in hand. Anyways, I am really excited about today's episode. Um, before I get into it, I just want to tell you guys what the podcast is about. So this podcast is all about spilling tea and sharing your deepest, darkest secrets. So if you have any tea to spill, DM me on Instagram at 730 T with Re, and you spell that 730 W-I-T-H-R-I-E, or you can follow me and DM me at my main Instagram account at Rihanna Flores. You spell that R-I-E-A-N-N-A. F-L-O-R-E-S. If you wish to be anonymous, please let me know. Um, Your story should be up to 500 words or less. And if you want to send an audio voice message instead of typing out your story, please just try to keep it up to or less than like five minutes, five minutes maximum, basically. But anyways, I'm excited for today's story because today we're actually going to do just one story. And it's a long one, but it's worth it because it's my story. I'm going to be spilling some tea today. 
Now, this one is actually going to be a spiritual story, and I'm excited to tell it because this was the craziest thing that um, happened. It was a prediction that I made. So I want to give you guys some backstory because there's probably some of you that are skeptical as hell out there or don't know me personally or don't know that side of me. Now, I'm not a freaking whack job. (laughs) I'm not. Um, the spiritual stuff kind of runs in the family, honestly. Um, like my mom has like intuitive dreams and stuff like that. It's honestly a Caribbean thing, but I kind of have that gift as well with the dreams and I also do the readings. So I'm just going to give you like a short little like backstory on some of what my abilities kind of consist of. So in case you kind of forgot, like I am kind of like a medium, I don't always like to identify with it because of like the common misconceptions that come with it, but I'm a spiritual reader and healer. And like I said, you know, I get intuitive kind of dreams, um, which goes hand in hand with clairvoyance. Clairvoyance is usually like you can actually see things. Now, I don't see things really in the physical world, but I will get a lot of imagery through dreams where... um, It could be symbolic or it could just be like I see someone visit in a dream. I've had relatives visit in a dream after they've passed on. So definitely I've had um, a couple of crazy experiences and so has my mom with her dreams. Hers have been like she'll dream a certain symbol and that symbol usually has a meaning to it and it's like a prediction and it happens every time. Like I'll give you one example. Um, if she dreams her tooth falling out, it always means that someone in the family is going to pass away every single time. If she dreams a wedding, um, that is also death. If she dreams a fish, that means someone in the family will get pregnant. This has happened every single time. I'm not kidding you. Like she's dreamt her tooth falling out. And then her uncle passed away. She dreamt um, a fish and then her sister got pregnant. Like so many times it's been correct. So I'm not crazy. There's no possible way that that's just coincidence. And I didn't think that I would get those kind of symbolic dreams, but I ended up getting them about two summers ago. Now, I always had lucid dreams growing up, but I never thought that I would get those kinds of dreams where it had more predictions in it. But I also do give, as I said, tarot readings and also sound readings. And with the sound readings, I do a little sound healing in them too. How I usually do like a reading, how it typically goes is I start it off with a sound healing reading. So I play a singing bowl, right? I have the person that I'm reading, I usually have them close their eyes with me. We close our eyes. We take a deep breath in and out, kind of like how we do on here, how we close out every show. And then I play the bowl. When I do that, I listen to the sounds of the bowl while my eyes are shut and I just focus on it and the feeling. And I'm usually able to read the sound. So when I'm done with the meditation with the person, I've successfully used the sound as healing for them, but I've also read their vibrational sound through the bowl. The best way to explain it is when I play, it doesn't feel like I'm the one playing it. It feels like, you know, 
something is helping me play it. That's how it kind of feels, you know? But I read that person's vibration through the bowl. And when I'm done, you know, I may tell them some things. I usually will feel whether or not a relative is present. And that stuff is pretty cool because it's like, of course, you want to kind of feel that. And it's easier for me to get predictions um, if a relative is present, like more predictions will come through. Sometimes I feel relative, sometimes I don't. Sometimes when I don't feel one, I may not get as many predictions or sometimes maybe I might still, but it's a little bit harder. After I do the sound reading, I lead into tarot reading. Now with the tarot cards, they help confirm what I just read from the bull. The bull is almost like giving me a backstory of, um, you know, that person's past or their present, like what they're dealing with and sometimes future, but it's more of like a backstory. It tells me where they're at. And so when I do the tarot reading, um, it usually will give me a lot of advice to give to them. Sometimes the advice is coming from a relative or sometimes it's just coming, you know, from above, like what the angels want me to communicate with them. So there's a lot of details in it. But that's my little backstory, just so you guys get, you know, a better idea on how my readings go, because I'm not sure, you know, some of you may follow me on Instagram or have me on Snapchat, you know, and you may see me do a lot of my um, sound healings where I post me playing with the singing bowl. I always put the caption as like sending you all my highest vibrations because I am. I really do, you know, when I meditate and I and I uh, post those videos, I hope that that sound heals you. Even, you know, at the end of every episode when I play the singing bowl, I hope that that heals you. I make sure that when I play that, that I'm sending you the best vibrations that there are so that you feel lifted every single time. So anyways, as I keep putting off, let me finally get into the story. (laughs) All right. So this story is called That Time I Predicted a Breakup. So back in October 2022, a girl from my high school reached out to me for a full reading. We did a virtual lesson and it was nice to catch up with her while doing it because we didn't really know each other in high school, but we became friends after it. So when I did her reading, it brought up a man that she was talking to that her family did not approve of for her. This man and her were not in a relationship yet, but they were in the talking stages. She wasn't sure if they would date or not. During this reading, I felt her grandmother present or just like, you know, like a feminine energy. I'm trying to remember if it was her grandmother or not, but I I definitely felt a feminine energy. So I was able to get a lot of predictions in her reading. I told her that she and this man will end up dating and it'll be really good in the beginning, but eventually he won't be who he seems to be. I told her that she'll eventually see his true colors and that their relationship wouldn't last long. I told her even though they will date, they will end up breaking up. So I told her that even though they're going to break up, that she still needed to date this man because it would be part of her life path and 
their relationship would help her learn a lot of lessons, including helping her see the qualities she would and would not like in a partner. So I told her that after she found out his true colors, that she was also going to have a very important conversation with either a close friend or a sister, just like a sisterly energy. So I told her that when she has this conversation, after she finds out his true colors and all of that, that she really needs to pay attention to that conversation that she's going to have with that close friend or, or sister, sisterly energy. I told her that she really needs to pay attention, listen, and she needed to decide on what she's going to do with that information after she has that conversation. So when I finished that reading, she was, you know, really shocked. Like she didn't know how to feel. I told her that I'd reach out to her when I started to feel like things were going to take a turn. So within the next few weeks, they actually became official. And as I had said, things were very good in the beginning until around the next month, like in November, I started, me personally, I started to feel like things were shifting in the beginning of that month. So I reached out to her on November 8th. And these, you know, receipts that I'm giving, these are all based off of our text messages. So I actually went through our text messages to find like specific dates, just so that this feels more, you know, real and personable for you guys. You know, especially if any of you guys are a little skeptical or not used to spiritual things. So I made sure to do that. Anyways, going back, I reached out to her on November 8th. And it was because I felt that something would change in the next few weeks to a month, you know, I really felt something. And when I reached out to her, she kind of assured me that everything was fine, you know, and a few months later, after she had told me that everything was fine, a few months later, I actually started to notice her complain about him a lot. Now, she had me on her close friend story on Instagram, so she started making these posts, you know, sharing with her close friends on there, um, all of these things that he was doing wrong and how uh, he's treating her bad and this and that. So she was starting to feel like she was putting in more effort than him. And she was starting to feel like he was talking down to her a lot. I could honestly feel her energy through the posts that she made. So that was um, between November and January, all of that happened. Those um, that buildup of uh, feeling like things were changing a lot. So exactly what I had said is, you know, I felt like things were starting to shift around November. And so January came. On January 25th, technically 26th, you know, um, I had a dream about her. <laughs> now this is where things get creepy because... In this dream, I dreamt that she threw a huge house party and I was invited. And in the dream, I walked through her house, which I've never been to her house in real life. You know, like I said, her and I weren't really friends in high school, but, you know, I just more so knew of her. But I'd never been to her house. But in the dream, I was walking through her house and I was shown three dance studios. For reference, she has two other sisters now her and all of her sisters actually all dance. They've danced their whole lives. And um, it was interesting to see like these three dance studios in the dream in her house. So what I kind of feel like is that they all represented their stages of life because the dance studios in the dream, 
they were all built differently. Like the first one I was shown was fully built, fully polished and furnished everything. I mean, it it was completely put together. Now, her oldest sister is married, has her life together, has is established and all that and everything. She's very put together. So I related the oldest sibling to to that one. Her other sibling, who is um, older than her, but she's not the oldest. <laughs> um, she's older than her. Um, her dance studio that was shown in the dream was halfway built. And the last dance studio that I had seen, which, you know, this girl who I'm talking about, she's the youngest sibling, um, the one who I gave the reading to. Um, She had a dance studio that was not built at all. It was still being renovated in this dream. So those were the three dance studios that were shown. And I felt like those were showing me their different stages of life. That's how I interpreted it after. So that's what I was being shown. Now, after I was being shown all of those things, I continued um, to walk past all of these dance studios. And I walked out onto their porch. So the girl that I went to high school with, we'll call her Brenda, just to keep her actual name anonymous. I'm keeping, you know, every everyone's name in this story is going to be anonymous. So I'm going to just make up names so that it's easier for you guys to follow. So Brenda was sitting next to her ex from high school. We'll call him Jeffrey. So Brenda and Jeffrey were sitting next to each other. Now, this guy, Jeffrey, I actually know who he is from high school. You know, I'd seen them together around and they'd been together in high school, like through all of high school. So they were like high school sweethearts. So I knew exactly what Jeffrey looked like. So it was easy in the dream. So they were sitting next to each other and across from them was the person that she began seeing, you know, back in October and all that, the person she's dating. We'll call him Oliver. Now, this Oliver guy, I had never seen what he looked like. I've never seen pictures, not nothing. I didn't know what he looked like at all. But in the dream, it showed me him. It showed me his face. Now, this guy, Oliver, he's supposed to be 32. And this girl, Brenda, she's supposed to be 23 around this time frame that all of this happened, right? So they have a pretty big age gap. And in the dream, it showed me Oliver when he was, he looked like he was about 18 in the dream. It showed me him young instead of showing me him at 32. So um, it was interesting. But in the dream, Brenda and Jeffrey are sitting next to each other and Oliver sitting across from them. And um, Oliver says to her, He's like, you have to stop comparing us. It's really unfair. And Jeffrey adds on and he says, you're going to have to choose between us, me or him. And when I looked at Oliver's face, um, not only did he look young, like I can describe to you exactly like what he looked like. Like he had brown hair, he had brown eyes and he had a mole on his face. And I was really making a lot of eye contact with him. And it's almost like I was being shown his innocence. I feel like that's why the dream showed me him when he was young, 
because, you know, as I had seen on her stories, he had been treating her badly and all of that stuff. So I feel like the dream was trying to show me that, hey, like, this is still a good person, but um, he has a lot more maturing to do. It's almost like it was showing me like his inner child, like where his problems started stemming from was around that age is what it started. It's that's kind of what it showed me. I feel like that's why it showed me him when he was younger. But anyways, after I had dreamt, you know, the whole her comparing her exes to each other in the dream and then the whole thing with like her sister's life paths with the dance studios and stuff, I woke up. (laughs) I woke up and I was super shocked and I was overthinking a lot because I was thinking to myself like, why the fuck? Like, why would I dream of all of this, you know? Like, and I was thinking to myself like, that's weird. I was like, does this have significance? And I was feeling like in my head, I was like, I don't know, like, is this weird for me to reach out to her over this? Like I had this random dream, but it just felt so, like it, it had so much meaning you know, but I was also doubting myself because I'm like, there's no fucking way, you know, at the same time, it's kind of like, there's no fucking way that this is just a coincidence. Like, I feel like I was meant to have this and that I mean, I'm meant to, you know, reach out to her. So I did. I ended up reaching out to her as soon as I woke up. So I told her immediately when I woke up and I texted her at 8.53 a.m. And when I texted her, she texted me right back. Like she texted me immediately back and it was at 8.54, like literally a minute after. And I'm going to quote her text and what she said. So she said in quotes, holy fucking shit. I woke up this morning so frustrated because last night Oliver and I got into another little blip and I literally thought this morning that I have never had a boyfriend be so mean to me or frustrate me so much. And I thought to myself, well, that's unfair to do. Like, you should really stop comparing him to Jeffrey. That literally all happened five minutes before you texted me. (laughs) When I first got that text back, when I tell you I was fucking shaking, I'm not even kidding you. I was like, oh my God, like I was right. I was correct. And like, of course, like you would think maybe I wouldn't, you know, be that shocked because like, oh, I'm used to it, this, that, you do readings, like, like, why are you that shocked? But like that stuff, when I'm, when I predict things and it comes true, that still freaks me out. It doesn't matter how long I've been doing the readings, like that still gets me every time. So I I was definitely shocked. I was like, oh my God, wow. And so I also, I asked her to send a picture of Oliver because I, like I said, I had never seen him before. And I wanted to make sure that was him. I had felt that that was him. I had never seen what he looked like, but that was the feeling I got throughout the dream. And so when she showed me a picture of him, like I said, it showed me him younger. It was the exact same person from my dream. Like he was the exact same person just it showed me him younger the same exact mole in the same spot the same brown hair the same brown eyes the same facial structure like it showed me him like the exact fucking same guy and it was crazy and as for the thing with the dance studios 
and like, you know, the different stages of life and all that stuff. I talked to her about that and she was telling me about um, all of their different levels of progress and all of that stuff. And it all matched up with the, the type of progress um, of how the dance studios were built. So that was crazy too, that the dance studios, like, you know, where they were at matched up with how they were in their lives. As I said, as I explained earlier, so it was crazy. But anyways, in February, they were still together, even though things had gone terribly bad. Like, however, this was the month, though, that she did have that important conversation with a close sisterly friend. Like, that's when she was about to happen and all that stuff. And it happened. And, you know, it's just as I predicted that she would have that conversation with her close sisterly friend. Just, you know, and it was crazy. So we actually did follow up with another reading Um, around then as well. Now in this next reading, I told her that she will be blindsided by him very soon and that an ending would be coming. By the next month, Oliver actually had gone on a trip to Vegas and Brenda felt like something was off and shady about him because he hadn't texted her the whole trip. And when he finally did, he began acting super short and super weird through his texts. And she felt like it was possible that he was cheating on her, but she really wasn't sure. Like, she felt like, no, like, you know, there's no way he would do this to me. But she was also like, like, maybe did he? Like, she was wondering, you know, she was really in her head and overwhelmed and um, just just unsure. So she stuck with the feeling of her gut. When he came back from the trip, he completely blindsided her by breaking up with her through a shitty old text message. So when she told me that, I was like, holy shit, exactly what the fuck I said happened. Like as I predicted from the start, and and we'll go over this, we'll go over all the predictions I did that came true. So as I predicted from the start, Oliver started off great. I knew that they would end up dating. I knew that his true colors would come out. I knew... She would have an important conversation with her friend right after. I knew he was going to blindside her and I knew that they would break up. And I knew that all of this needed to happen just so that she could have him as a lesson in her life. I knew that all of that was going to happen. Every single thing that I had predicted bit by bit came true. And having that dream really helped me um, like get more details on how she kept comparing his actions to her ex and all that stuff because she was comparing them a lot. Like she was, you know, feeling like, oh my God, like my ex would never do this to me and this, that, like, even though he is her ex, like he was kind of like the better guy at the time. I really believe those two are kind of like a right person, wrong timing thing. I actually still feel like those two will rekindle in the future and possibly get back together. Just, you know, based off of personally what I've seen in high school, and then also like what I feel still. Like I feel like their um, connection to each other is very strong. I feel like those two will probably most likely rekindle, and I'm saying it now because I really do feel like that will happen. But anyways, all of that still baffles me to this day, especially the fact that right before 
I texted her about the dream. She was literally deep in thought, comparing the two. All five minutes before. All I know is, you know, at the end of the day, screw that guy, Oliver. Screw him. We don't need an Oliver in our life. Um, This girl is actually doing a lot better now, and she's working really hard in her career path. And I'm really proud of her and thankful that I was able to receive her permission to tell the story. So shout out to you, Brenda, quote unquote, Brenda. Um, But yeah, that is the story of the day. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, It was a real raw story. And, you know, I feel really comfortable with you all to share that. So I hope you all enjoyed it. If you guys have any um, stories that you want to share as well that are, you know, crazy spiritual experiences or things that have happened to you, like, don't hesitate to tell me. Like, I would love to sit here and read through it or listen to it if you send it an audio message would be lovely. So, you know, feel free to share any stories with me. I really love hearing them. Even if you think it's not an interesting story, it it probably is. So you should just send it anyways. Even if it's a small story, like don't be shy. But anyways, thank you so much for listening to today's episodes. Share your thoughts with me on, on this whole story if you want on my Instagram. I'm definitely going to be putting up either like a poll or like one of those um, where you can send in messages and stuff. Or if you guys even want to just swipe up. Just share your thoughts with me on today's episode and let me know what you think, how you're feeling, if you have any other stories or anything that you want to say. But yeah, I just want to thank you guys all for today. So now we're going to clear up all of the energy that we just let out. So we're going to close out with our sound healing session. So sit back, relax, lie down, shut your eyes. Take a deep breath in from your nose and out from your mouth. And I'm going to play. guys thank you so much for joining today's episode i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day or week and i will see you all next time okay goodbye